Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Mooks and Minions, the only podcast made specially for you, the henchmen and henchwomen who keep the evil schemes of the world ticking over. Uh, I'm Theo, you might have noticed a change in lineup since last week, as our previous hosting lineup all got their brain pans emptied by John Wick. Uh, but I'm happy to be here, uh, I just got back from the target range and I'm feeling pretty good about things. Uh, no shots on target, but I did manage to jam my pistol, pull at the slide helplessly a few times, and then throw my gun at the target where it bounced harmlessly to the floor. Uh, I'm also here uh, with Andrew. Now Andrew, you and me were just talking off pod, you know, about all the ways we could kill John Wick if we had to. Uh, and I was saying I would just sort of like, you know... Run into the room, yell like he's here, and then sort of fumble with my holster until he kills me with a piece of rebar. You know, mm. why, why make things complicated? Why not just go for the classics? But um, yeah. what what about yourself? Well, I, I think a, a real rookie mistake is to come into a room that has John Wick in it and yell, "He's here!" Yeah. Which you know, you're trying to get some friends in there too, but you're also immediately drawing John Wick's attention, right? Yeah. And, and you know, also, I feel like yeah. I feel like by you might be like overestimating him by yelling "He's here" and not you got to back yourself. I think. I think that it's it's the coward's way to point your gun at him. I would instead mm. try cracking the knuckles of both hands. Yep. Maybe like rolling my shoulders a little bit. Yeah, slap just one kind of fist s- into your palm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And let it be known, I am intending to take you on mano a mano. You know, I think I've got yeah. what it takes. Not like the other, I don't know, three or four hundred guys from our, from our team. Yeah. No, no, I think that's probably a pretty good approach, especially if he's, like, out of ammo. Really get him into some, like, joint work. Mm. You can take him, you can get him on the floor, I think. Um, I think it's wrestling rules with John Wick. Uh, also here with me is Lucy. Now, uh we were a bit late recording tonight, and that's okay. Uh, we try and keep things flexible here. But you were telling me that you just finishing finished delivering John Wick's favorite horse to the knackery to be turned into gelatine. Can you tell mm. me a bit more about your process? Well, you just described it, really. Yeah. And I just I thought this would make John Wick like quite mad. Yeah. And then he might come here. But it's what you were saying before about backing yourself, you know? Like, I believe in myself that I could defeat John Wick. And he'd be, like, so mad that he wouldn't, you know, be able to keep it together and you'd just easily kind of defeat him. In, yeah, in, well, like, he'll be blind with rage, play. you know? He's yeah. not going to be He's not going to be himself. He's going to be angry. Well, and so you have to draw him out as well. Like, he's you got to draw that, him out. He's got you know? that house and, you know... Um, I don't know, know where he lives. have been into that house, but, you know... Um, and he sleeps. And but, he sleeps. Um, I've uh, seen a lot of people probably, go into that house. Yeah. I assume but, they're coming out the back door. But I think Lucy is probably onto something. We want him to come to where we are. You know, yeah. work smart, not hard. You got a, you got your home advantage, you know. Yeah. And here's my strategy is to, you know, he likes to take people's guns and then shoot them with their own guns. Yeah, mm-hmm. classic mistake. I'm not going to carry a gun. <laughs> you know, that's it's one thing gone. One option out. Are you going to carry anything else instead? Like something he might not be as skilled at killing with? That's a great idea, actually. You know, maybe yeah. has this guy got nunchucks? Uh, yeah, get mm-hmm. really into size. He probably uh, doesn't know how to use a sigh. What if on my kitchen stove there's a very large La Crusade? You know, you could you could really donk that guy. You could you could take him out. <laughs> going to use my Dutch La Crusade on, on me, head. are you? Yeah. Uh, and finally with us, I'm very excited. We have a special guest tonight. It's our boss man, Ben. 
Hi, Ben. Uh, sir. Uh, sir, Ben. Uh, thanks so much for taking some time out of your scheming to be here. Uh, we were all just shit-talking John Wick and going on about what a pussy he was, uh, etc. Um, do you have any views on the matter? Oh, yeah. This guy, absolute pussy. So he's taking out my dad, uh, yeah. my brother, my yeah. cousins, yeah. the guy that heads up the organization that my dad, my brother, and my cousins were in. Uh, sort of hard for you to get like a crew together to go to the movies anymore. Yeah, I, I'm down to like... Like if you want to go and see June 1.5 and you go yeah. to call up your bros... Yeah. Who's on that list just, now? I think they're just calling that one June 2. Um, but I think what I've really got the good ones left, you know? The ones who are a bit more sort of... Um, it's quality over quantity with friends, yeah. you know? Like Andrew's a blacksmith. That's pretty Ooh. cool. Yeah, and so they'll probably be like, he'll probably keep his hammers at all time. There's no way John Wick would take his hammers <laughs> off him and smash him with <laughs> those hammers. No. Yeah. And then my plan is to just have like a thousand knives in my office and I'll just keep grabbing knives and throwing yeah. them at him and then eventually one of those knives will probably get him and kill him. Everyone knows you as a knife guy. Yeah. Mm. And I think John Wick, he's mainly a gun guy, so he probably won't do anything knife-wise to me. Why stab probably- when you can throw also? Yes, you know? I think if I throw the knives at him, he won't just catch them and then... Yeah, he's thinking, of... oh, Ben's got a melee weapon. It's time yeah. to kind of get in close quarters with him. But yeah. no. Fool. Foolish. Yeah. Fool. The thing is, you've got you to gotta cast your mind back, right? If you want to defeat John Wick, you really got to cast your mind back and say to yourself, yes, I've seen him kill my dad and my two brothers yeah. and all four was, of my cousins. Yeah, there was that yeah. time he kind of kicked someone's shin and then pulled the shin bone out and shoved yep. the shin bone into mm. his skull. Right, so mm. mentally, yeah. right, just go down the list and be like, handguns, yes. Yeah. Uh, semi-automatic guns, yes. Yeah. Grenades, yes. Knives, M4 yep. yes. automatic rifle. Yep. Nunchucks, yes. Horse. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah, horse. You just got to <laughs> kind of go down deadly, that list. Extremely deadly with a horse. Yeah. You know, and once you get down to like pencil, book, uh, no, he killed someone with a pencil. Bad. Yeah. No, I'm yeah, saying, did. I'm saying, we've seen him kill with a pencil. Yeah, we've yeah, seen him yeah, kill yeah. with a book. Yeah. Uh, you know, so really, just find something that's not any of those things and try to kill him with that. And there's mm. no yeah. way he's going to get you with that thing. Yeah. You know. Probably. Yeah. Well, we'll find you, the one. Like, have you ever seen him kill someone with a like a matchbox car? Well, I, uh, maybe let's put it this way, because this is starting actually to sound a little, little negative. I, I, I think mm-hmm. well, yeah. you just think Bit of the defeated. last thing that someone did that successfully killed John Wick, and then mm. we'll just do that. Yeah. yeah. Why mess with success? Yeah, everyone's been trying for so long, so someone's probably done it before, and we'll just do the thing that they did, and that'll be fine. Uh, look, the groin, the upper thigh, the mm. lungs. Uh, the side of the neck. These are many of the regions one could be struck with a knife thrown by John Wick. Uh, it's time for us to look into some other regions in this week's Regional Bullshit. Regional Bullshit Every little town has got their own bullshit Regional Bullshit Every little town has just got to have it. This comes to us from WTXL in Florida. The Wetuxel. That's right. North Florida Crystal Treasure Hunt happening Saturday. Sick. Woo! Finally. 
Do you, hold on. Do, do they explain in the story whether you're meant to find the crystals or if they're placing them around like an Easter Bunny type situation? Uh, yes, they do. Oh, excellent. Mm. I'm excited. Get excited, listener. Do they say anything more about this? <laughs> is there any more to the story than <laughs> what you told us so far? The story does go beyond the headline, yes. <laughs> Stones on Fire is hosting the first ever North Florida crystal treasure hunt on March 25th. Owner Johnny Machado has been saving thousands of dollars worth of crystals over the last two years in preparation for this. Now that's a name you can hang your hat on. <laughs> it that's is. very much the, um, the, the top student from the evil karate dojo that Daniel <laughs> yeah. has to fight in one of the Karate Kid sequels. Johnny oh, Machado no. cheats. Yeah, but Machado. that doesn't mean we have to cheat to beat him. That's right. Uh, okay, so just, I know we're two sentences in here. Johnny Machado has been saving thousands of dollars worth of crystals over the last two years. Saving them from where? Yeah. From I think what? From, How? I think from battery farms. Yeah. Ooh, another crystal. Tremendous. And look, a lesser man than Johnny Machado, the Johnny Machado, uh, a lesser man would keep all those crystals for himself. Yeah. That's Not right. Johnny. He's been... Yeah. He comes across... Thousands of crystals every day, and he's keeping them for good causes. Thank you, Johnny Machado. Ever since he lost the big Glasses. final to, to Daniel LaRusso. <laughs> he's been doing uh, some, some soul yeah, searching. Really, really turned, turned his gaze inward. And he thought, maybe this isn't how I should be making myself happy. Maybe I should be gathering crystals. Yeah, giving back crystals. Yeah. I don't like this. Like, he seems like a guy that believes in like crystals having powers. And? Why is he giving him away, you know? Oh. Well, maybe, again. What kind just... of crystals are they? What if they're a, yeah. a, a, whatever the ones are that are bad? Yeah, the diarrhea crystals. Are they cursed? Crystals. Are they diarrhea crystals? Yeah. yeah. And also, I had to go further back in the first two sentences that we've looked at. Stones on Fire. Is yeah. the name of a venue? Is that the name of the town? Hmm. What's going on there? Johnny Machado says they'll be hidden all over town. There will also be golden tickets and four golden eggs hidden as well. Machado says the treasure hunt is for all ages. Quote, I'm really excited for the thrill, and I hope everyone gets out and has fun, Machado said. Just anywhere in town? Yeah, there'll Just be crystals anywhere. there, maybe. Yeah. If you're lucky. Or a kinder surprise. Yeah. Wait, waking up in the morning and going to get a, a clean pair of underwear before you shower and you like pull the drawer open, there's just chock full of crystals <laughs> rattling around. And you know Johnny Machado's been in there at night while you're asleep. He's yeah. got to hide them the no night before. Because otherwise <laughs> yeah, people yeah. would have found these crystals yeah. already. Exactly. Guys, I don't know if you know, but Johnny Machado is <laughs> just mum and dad. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Machado is real. real. <laughs> That's interesting. I he can't find a single... Photo online of Johnny Machado. I need to see this man. <laughs> the only Johnny Machado on Instagram, the Instagram account called Johnny New York, uh, <laughs> with a picture of a lady uh, as the profile picture and a link to a LinkedIn. Johnny Machado. It's probably his girlfriend. He's from Florida, though. With a photo of a different lady who is a prop stylist. Right. Yeah, I don't think okay. we're ever going to find out anything about this Johnny Machado yeah, character. He's a mystery. I don't think he exists. Yeah, this man's a ghost. <laughs> Quite. Crystal ghost. We've all been locked up in the house for a long time. We're getting used to going out again, so we just want everyone to have a good time and enjoy these freebies that we're giving out. Has, okay. Was 
anyone in Florida locked up in their home. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think like, they were forced at gunpoint to come outside. Like. Yeah, that's the one. Fl- Florida is the DeSantis one, right? Where yeah, it was just yeah, like, yeah. it's illegal for you to put a mask on a vulnerable person <laughs> or whatever. Hard to believe anyone's actually staying indoors in, in Florida. Yeah, they, they reclassified uh, putting a mask onto a child as grooming. That's right. That's Florida's, that's Florida's current style. People on the Treasure Hunt are encouraged to follow the Stones on Fire Facebook page starting at 10.30 Saturday morning. You're also asked to live stream and post videos while you're treasure hunting. Yep. Mm. Yeah. What are some of your favourite... What, you, what are your favourite crystals? Stones, etc. I'm a fan of... Uh, what about a geode? I like a geode. Yeah, you guys mm. like a thunder egg? Yeah. Is, that a, yeah. is that a geode? I think so, right? I love a I love a semi precious stone. Yeah, yeah. I'm more of a I like precious a, stone lady. Yeah, maybe like a quartz, a, like a tiger's eye. They're fun to look at. Oh. So, oh. Stones on Fire is a crystal shop, by the way. Yeah, I think I've okay, just found. It's, okay, it's, it's starting to make a little more sense. I'm though. on the Facebook page. It's a crystal shop. Yeah. I'm looking at some TikToks <laughs> by Johnny Machado. <laughs> I gotta this say, I like the look of this guy. This guy is offloading all of the crystals that he just hasn't been able to sell for the last two years, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm seeing Johnny Machado. He's charismatic. He wears beads in every single video. <laughs> uh, oh, this is underway right now. We're looking at the updates. We're looking at the, the golden ticket live. winners. Yeah. We found the golden tickets. Can I just tell you something about Johnny Machado and uh, Crystals on Fire? Uh, he also lists himself as the CEO of Geckos on Fire, uh, where he breed was breeding and selling geckos. Dope. This guy has the perfect <laughs> life. Geckos and crystals, huh? Oh, man. Uh, I, don't, I won't tell you specifically what it is, but I will tell you that Johnny Machado has a Yahoo email address. That's the kind of <laughs> entrepreneurial spirit that I like. Anyway, that concludes that story. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Because on the Geckos on Fire Facebook page, Johnny makes his own memes, which say yeah. Geckos on Fire. And it's oh, where he edits shit. other memes. And there's one here that says, Pornhub gives you 36K for a homemade video. If you'll see my ass on there, mind your business. Reptiles are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, Johnny. <laughs> might might could be sort of shored up a little bit, but oh, how about this one? Uh, uh, marry a partner who says things like, "I'm proud of you. I can't believe you're mine. You're right. I was wrong. You can do it, baby." And I know breeding season is your time of the year. <laughs> Let me know if I could do anything to help. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so specific. I love you, Johnny Machado. I'm obsessed with this man. I hope I don't find anything problematic on yeah. this Facebook page. Does he, uh, I haven't met him yet. Does he have a does he have a ponytail? No. No, he's oh. got close cropped practical hair. Huh. And Because he needs that for his hard work as a mm-hmm. gecko man and a crystal man. Yeah, you don't want mm. your you don't want your tail your ponytail kind of falling into a enclosure and just geckos gecko and crystals. An escape. G's and C's, baby. Do what you love, <laughs> never work a day in your life. He's found his two niches. You know, having a crystal shop, can't make money. Being a gecko breeder, can't make money. So we've got to hustle and grind and do both. And he's hustling and grinding. Oh, he also sells snakes. 
Yeah. What what you need to be doing is is what Johnny is doing, identifying like an undiscovered niche in the market. You know, you really really mixing together that peanut butter and chocolate. You know. Mm. Yeah, I reckon he's making good money on crystals in Florida. Do you think? Do you think one of them is a money making venture and it supports the money losing venture? Oh, and if so, 100%. which is which? Yeah. Oh, oh the, he, the the lizards are being propped up by the crystals. Yeah, for sure. I have yeah. to say, this is probably unbelievably unethical. I will not vouch for this man and his business, but I will say, these are the coolest looking lizards I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> they actually look fucking sick. Like <laughs> Every single yeah. one of these. If you take all kind of ethical kind of considerations out of it. You, know there, are, you know there are absolutely zero laws in Florida about which animals you can buy and from where, right? Surely. Like, one of the geckos he's selling here is, like, it's sort of orange with darker orange stripes, black spots, yellow bits on it. Like, really striking in colour. And description is Mandarin, Tangerine, Blood Cross, 50% pH, NDBE. Mm-hmm. No idea what that means. <laughs> yeah. Look, another one of these is... Is that a description of a lizard, a pool chemistry, or weed strain? <laughs> one of the other lizards here is Paradox... Tangerine, white and yellow, Mac, Snowbell, Het Eclipse. Okay. <laughs> Do you think Het's short for heterosexual? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Oh, he's got a white and yellow trimper. Uh, yeah, I intend on breeding him, so I don't want to... Only Het's for me, please. These are fucking amazing. White and yellow, high contrast, G-Project, trimper, heterosexual <laughs> eclipse male. <laughs> Is this what geckos are called? <laughs> Why are they named like fancy weed? <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. He also, but apparently, speaking of what's named like fancy weeds, he's got a a meme here where it's from what looks like an anime from the 90s and there's a young girl pushing an older lady in an old-timey wheelchair and the young girl is saying, oh, you breed leopard geckos too? And the old lady in the wheelchair says, yeah, I breed lemon frost. And then in the second paddle, she's being pushed off a cliff. Oh, huh. wrong one. And his caption says, please stop breeding lemon frost leopard geckos. <laughs> Damn, something we should know about in the gecko industry. Yeah. Thank you, Johnny Machado. He doesn't just say yes to every kind of lizard. He knows yeah. where there's problems. He lives by a code, like John Wick. Oh, my God. Yes, yeah. he does. <laughs> Uh, Johnny Machado's lizard code. We should make this whole episode just just about Johnny Machado. Some and assumptions the life we've we made, him having and opinions we've formed about Johnny Machado. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. When I said NDBE uh, before, apparently that stands for Noir Desire Black Eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think is a species of gecko. <laughs> yeah, now that's a hell from of a context name. Context clues. Yeah. There's another segment where we uh, explore interesting names, and that segment is called The Great American Hall of Name. It's the Great American Hall of Name. Now, this list of names comes to us from uh, the current tournament standings of the USA Bassin Fishing Trail. Uh, that's B-A-S-S-I-N. No apostrophe at the end there to suggest that they've dropped the G. 
I'm not really sure what this means, but apparently it's like a low threshold to entry uh, cost-wise multi-location ongoing bass tournament, I believe. And I've selected um, some names from that list for you. I'm going to start off real gentle here. Josh Sturgeon. (laughs) (laughs) Harold Trout. Come on. They're in the wrong business. Chris Fisher. Come on now. <laughs> Greg Gregory. <laughs> Matthew Mattingly. <laughs> Zane Zanders. Oh, the double Z. Sorry, that's Zanders with an X, Zane with a Z. It's a ZX situation. Oh, okay. Scrabble value in this guy's name is unbelievable. <laughs> Chip Wig. <laughs> Bran Schouse. Cole Skirvin. Bunyan Rudd. Every now and then, these are like those made-up names on Nintendo, like the made-up American <laughs> names. <Yeah>. Todd Bodzales <laughs> and such. Tony Sweezy. Mm. Yeah, I like Tony Sweezy. <laughs> Tony Sweezy I could get behind. Austin Creamer. Hardly know I still haven't caught him, huh? The Austin Creamer. <laughs> Is there a Mrs. Creamer? <laughs> Hunter Fight. <laughs> F-I-T-E. That's a sick name. Yeah. Coy Small. Mm. <laughs> That's my that's my twink name. <laughs> Wayne Minor. <laughs> Scott Virgin. <laughs> you have to change your name. You gotta. You get Surely. so bullied. Well, if it isn't little Scotty Virgin. <laughs> yes, that is my name. <laughs> Christian City. <laughs> Take me down. (laughs) Nathaniel Kripe. Addison Eggertson. It's too many syllables. Too many syllables in your name. And that's egg with two G's, by the way. Tremendous. Colton Blankenship. (laughs) Waylon Pedigo. Talmadge Markham. <laughs> Houston Binkley. <laughs> Beautiful. Greer Gammon. Uh. Kai Scoggins. <laughs> that is spelt K H Y E. Yep. Merlin Hammer the Third. Oh my god. <laughs> Two Merlin Hammers before him. He is actually on... So all of these names are in pairs because this is like a uh, two-person sort of contest. Merlin Hammer III was with Merlin Hammer. So I think this might be they've skipped a middle generation. Oh. So it's maybe a grandpa-grandson situation, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Graydon Hensley. Randy Spurlock. (laughs) Tudor Skaggs. 
Sorry, how are we spelling that one? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. That is T O O T E R S K A double G S. I was hoping you'd say that. I was hoping you weren't saying like American Tudor. No, this is Tudor Skaggs. I like the noise that a butt makes. It is like the noise from a butt. That's true. I have two more for you here. Richard Lax, known to his friends as Dick Lax. Mm-hmm. You know, if your dick's really backed up, that's the thing that you take. Yeah. And of course. <laughs> to get the cum out. <laughs> that's Listen right. the cum. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm picturing, yes. And also how I understand my own penis to work. Yes. Oh, I'm constipated. i got to take some dick Lax. <laughs> <laughs> is it a cum softener or is it like the muscular one? <laughs> <laughs> Some are cum softeners. Some make the tube wider. <laughs> but the thing about cum softeners is they actually deteriorate the cum faster. It's actually bad for it in the long run. Mm. I mean, either way, you got to like drink more water or something, soften it up, because otherwise, I think shooting out of there like a dart. Yeah. yeah. One more here for you. Uh, that is a gentleman called Richard Payne, known to his friends as Dick Payne. <laughs> Man, he needs some dick likes. It'll take care of that <laughs> straight away. <laughs> and that concludes the Great American Hall of Name. Hi, everybody. It's me. It's Theo. Now, I guarantee you I'm more afraid of recording this promo than you are of listening to it, so hear me out. Uh, if you haven't already, maybe check out our Patreon. It's a great way to support the show, and it gives us the ability to actually dedicate time to this thing. You'll get all of our bonus episodes. It's over 300 extra episodes in total. And we'll set up a feed over there with none of these promos, so you won't have to hear this ever again. You'll also get access to our Discord, uh, which honestly has turned into a a nice and funny place full of mostly normal people to hang out with. So that's patreon.com slash buntavista. Check it out. Thank you. Oh, no. See, I was going to do a a fun little segue about how Americans also like to drive. But looking ahead, I see that I have a problem here. North Americans... Really be driving their cars. Am I right, Ben? That's right. Correct. Yes. 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 Uh, So it must be time for the very common segment that we definitely have, and you've all heard it before, and we love it. It's time for Driving Watch. This is from CTV, the Kutver. Ontario man fails driving test, almost hits four people with vehicle before doing burnouts in parking lot. (laughs) In for a penny, Uh in for a pound. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Sounds like he's been driving for a while to me. Yeah. Like, would anybody else here feel confident doing like a burnout or a donut? Yes. (laughs) 100%. I don't know how to drive a car, but I'm sure I could figure that one out. Hmm. Police in Guelph, Ontario. <laughs> yeah. Have, sorry, that's the other way to pronounce that. G-U-E-L-P-H. I always said Guelph, Guelph. but I do like Guelph. 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 Have charged a man who they say failed a driving test before driving off and nearly hitting four people with his vehicle and then deciding <laughs> to do burnouts in a parking lot. Rage burnouts. I love yeah. it. According to a news release, officers were called to a Woodlawn Road West Plaza around 4pm Monday after a man got angry after he failed his driving test. That's a very kind of, uh, it's very sort of Linkin Park 
reaction to have to, to, <laughs> to failing, failing a driving, driving test, test, isn't it? Or maybe yeah. he's been like, oh, could someone who can't drive do this? Yeah. yeah. Hey, check this <laughs> shit out, motherfuckers. <laughs> Meet me in the McDonald's car park in approximately 20 seconds because I'm driving over there right now. <laughs> Immediately mounting the curb, people scattering. The driver allegedly yelled at drive test staff, got into his vehicle, sped through the parking lot, drove through a walkway, <laughs> nearly hitting four people, then did a number of burnouts in the plaza parking lot. Police say they found him sitting in the driver's seat of the parked vehicle. What's the crime? What's yeah. the crime? What's hey, he big done? guy, you want to mm-hmm. talk? You want to talk it out? <laughs> nearly hitting somebody? That's bullshit. That's a bullshit crime. Is that an attempted hitting yeah. with a car? I don't think so. Show me in the rule book. Uh, a 36-year-old Brampton, Ontario man has been charged with dangerous driving and stunt driving. Yeah, you shouldn't have a crime where it makes it sound very cool what you've done. It makes him sound accomplished. Yeah. You stand accused of doing a fully sick flip. Yep. Uh, he was banned from driving for a month. And it seems loose. This licenseless man was banned from driving. You're revoking your license. So they said, <laughs> we're, we're going to take your license, which you don't have, away for four weeks, and then we're going to impound your car for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Half of the period when you shouldn't be driving anyway. That Even if somebody had a license, surely you like suspend the license... And impound the car for like as long or longer than the car is. That's just free parking for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Absolutely baffling. Also, like. Stunt driving's a bizarre charge. I think it's nice they're giving him the benefit of the doubt. They're like, yeah, okay. It looks pretty cool. You seem insane and that. like you shouldn't belong on the road, but come back in a month and take your test again. Yeah. We'll see how you go. Have another go. Have another you nailed go. those burnouts. Yeah. <laughs> practice, practice, practice. So wait, I, I'm not sure. Do we want, do we want them to come down harder on this guy, or do we want them to just? I, I think. Well, no they, one should be driving in the first place. Mm. True. Any, anyone just get ahead of this. Okay. Yeah. But they they, they take the, be. they cube the car, they melt it down, they use the metal to make a bunch of the little chips that you put into a bus pass. And then you give him one. Yeah. Yeah, give him a bus pass. Teach him about public transit. Mm. And that's where I understand the rare metals and electronics to come from. Yeah. A a melted down 1998 Volkswagen Golf. What kind of car do you think this guy was driving? Uh, Anytime anyone's doing something dumb in a car, I assume that it is a 1999 to 2001 Toyota Camry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 90% of cars on the road... Are a 1999 to 2001 Toyota Camry. I feel like I feel like this one has to be rear wheel drive though. Yeah. Just uh, from what we're talking, got a got a guy without his license doing burnouts in the car. Oh, the park. Camry's absolutely a rear wheel drive. Is it? Surely. That seems odd no, to me. I'm no. not going to dispute that immediately. Yeah. There's no way a Camry is not a front wheel drive. Surely. I don't know what any of this shit means. Yeah. <laughs> you're saying what you're saying is. Baffling to me. I would like all to... the car, all the wheels drive. I'm going to issue an apology. <laughs> I was wildly wrong on this one. 
Um, I I took some cold and flu medication before yeah. we recorded earlier today, <laughs> and I just don't know. I don't know where my head's at right now. I never normally do this. Um, if you've already written in to correct me, I swear to fucking god, I will kill you. I will come to wherever you are, and I will kill you. This Ooh. has been a a forty second lapse of time, and apparently. Judging on previous episodes, that's enough time <laughs> for people to already type the message out and yeah. hit enter. <laughs> like tag you in the show chat. Yeah. At four in the morning. Hey, um, actually it's this. Oh, sorry, just got oh, up to sorry, the part. I just where got you... to the part. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that very yeah. much. I look Touch this is, grass. This is gonna mm. be one of these times that um listeners from the region that we are talking about are going to think that we are going on for an extended period of time about something really stupid and that's generally the vibe of the show anyway yeah, yeah. Uh, but i was not aware that this was a term in such common use i was trying to find some details about this guy in brampton um so that i can i can like see if i can figure out what kind of car he's driving <laughs> uh and the article here are stunt drivers nabbed in brampton at nearly double the speed limit police uh, that's from March 24th, 2023. Is stunt Police... driving hooning? It's hooning. I, I, think, it's hooning. I think it's North American hooning. Yeah, or Canadian at the very least. I don't think Americans have a word for driving like an asshole. They don't have oh, the word hoon. Driving. Hold on, hold on. You speak too soon, my friend. Unless this place is also in Canada. I can't figure it out. Mississauga? Mississauga? Mississauga. Maybe. Maybe. Where's that place? It's in Canada. It's in Ontario. Fuck. Much like this place that we're talking about. Police aware of stunt racer crash video at mall parking lot. Uh, So just to see what their definition is, right, in comparison to us. Police say they've taken a pair of speedsters off the road after getting caught driving over 130 kilometers an hour down Brampton streets. Uh, regional police say they pulled a driver over at Queen Street in Galway Drive in Brampton. Uh, they say the 22-year-old driver was clocked going over 140 kilometers an hour in an 80 kilometer an hour zone. That's pretty speedy. That's too fast. That's uh, that's quite a bit over. That's at least know? like 10 kilometers over the speed limit. Mm. And police traditionally do not like that. Mm. Uh, on the other side of the city, police say another driver, also 22 very interesting was going 130 kilometers an hour in a 70 kilometer an hour zone Hoon city again they both get their cars impounded for two weeks and a 30-day license <laughs> yeah suspension. That's, a, that's a very uh just what yeah you you killed the family dogs who were taking your playstation away ass punishment mrs sorger by the way thanks that was mm. if you've already written in don't be patient. Learn some yeah. patience. Be yeah. mindful. Take yeah. a breath. Practice mindfulness. View the error that you've heard as a leaf on the surface of a river. And you're mm. sitting on the shores of the river and you're enjoying a lovely afternoon. You've seen that leaf. Mm. You let it pass you by. Yeah, and you also don't have your phone or laptop with you. Yeah. So, because you're, you're at the river. Yeah. So you can't the send any messages. Mm. Now, though, so it's not that big of a deal. Oh, I wouldn't. Anger is like holding a, holding a grenade and it makes makes you explode. Yeah, yeah that's definitely the one. What I that heard. one says, you yeah. know the yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, it's like drinking a grenade and hoping that the other person dies. 
hey, hey, yep. you you point your finger at me, but when you do, there's several other fingers pointed in your direction. Yeah. And your you thumb know? is That's... sort of pointing sideways. <laughs> it's just kind so of... What the fuck's up with that? <laughs> your thumb's being pretty neutral in the whole thing. Your thumb's refusing to take a position. But the silence is deafening from your thumb. That's what's up. Oh. Uh, you know, we've got a little, a little hoon hotspot right next to our current house. So oh. we're, about, we're about to move soon. Um, not because of that. It's just also happening. Just across the way, there's like a, a car park next to a, uh, an oval, a little field, if you will. And uh, that's where everybody hangs out to, I don't know, do their, do their burn, burnouts and their donuts and let off uh, some illegal fireworks every now and then. Mm. That kind of vibe. And if there's one thing we can say about burnouts, it's that they smell. It's just one of many smells that... Now, see, look, last time I said... I said smell watch. I said things right. that make, smells, things, smells smells make you go that hmm. make you go hmm. Oh, oh, we solved that mystery. It's time for smells that make you go hmm. Is, I feel so fucking sad. And the truth is, stinks like sex in here. It just, it just, goes, goes so <laughs> <laughs> it just goes on like that. <laughs> now it's only like forty Ooh. seconds long, but it feels. <laughs> <clears throat> smells that make you go hmm. Another serious segment on a serious podcast. This comes to us from <laughs> W-R-E-G. The reg. On the reg. The reg. In Memphis, Tennessee, hundreds of deer carcasses dumped in Memphis lot. Oh. It's this again. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of these are carcasses. Uh, you guys uh, just got to start dealing with the animals you kill, I think. kill. How about this? Kill one. Sort out that body. This is like a game of whack-a-mole where you hit one pile of deer carcasses and from another hole, another <laughs> pile of up. deer carcasses just sort of... You shove them into one door in the hallway, another one bursts open. <laughs> the house cannot take any more deer carcasses. Uh, a few feet from the banks of Kilowatt Lake in North Memphis, Tennessee, sits the small neighborhood of New Chelsea. In six years living there, neighbors have gotten used to one thing. Quote, smells horrible. <laughs> one woman told Rig. She never thought much of it and didn't think she could do anything about it. Simply purchased one big wooden peg. Yeah. Lady, you got to have a little bit more self-belief. <laughs> I love when they interview people and it's just a variation of, it's stinky. Yeah. Yeah. It stinks and it it's fucked. yucky. I can't Nobody's make it doing nothing stinky. about it. And I'm not moving. So I guess that's it. That's just a way of things. Yeah. 
She also never goes past the end of her block into the small industrial district between her neighborhood and the lake. People in the industrial area can smell it too. Quote, Like rotting disgustingness. It's just awful, another woman said. Both have smelled the stench for years. Oh, so they got that in common. That's nice. Yeah. Can't be that bad. Something to talk bad. about. Still <laughs> fucking stinks. Yeah, it still fucking stinks. Well, <laughs> see you tomorrow. Good to see you. Just like not knowing that you live in like a, a town from a Lovecraft story. <laughs> Just cursed and grey and you can smell death on the air all yeah. the time. Uh, in the industrial area, they figured it came from Dino's Meats, a wild game processing facility. But they never suspected much more until someone noticed some eagle eye passerby. <laughs> noticed hundreds of deer carcasses piled up and left to rot in a lot behind Dino's. I'm going to tell you what. You got yeah. a place in your town called Dino's Meats. You take it as a given that there is a pile of animal carcasses in the parking lot. <laughs> and that that's also what the hot dogs are made out of. They go out yeah. there. They chop a little bit more off the frozen animal carcass pile, chuck it in the microwave, hit it with you, a hammer, that's smush your fry it. You that's your hot dog. You can dog. see the, the deer pile from space Google Maps. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Try and find Dino's Meats in North Memphis, Tennessee. Not that I can see. Dino'sMeats.com. We can just go there. However, Dito's Meat Processing, Memphis, Tennessee, uh, rated one star on Facebook. Yeah. Because <laughs> mm. it's stinky. Probably because of the smell. Yeah, it's the smell, I guess. Oh, but the Wild Game Processing Plant, which is the one I believe we are discussing, 4.2 out of 5. <laughs> ah, doesn't smell at all. So it's not adding to the smell anyway. Everyone's very quick to finger Dino. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 too, am in the line to finger Dino. That's a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's always been a dream of mine Quote You'll literally see dogs running by With bones in their mouths <laughs> And they're like wild dogs That are aggressive Said a woman who works in the area Mainly women who work in this area hmm. See if dogs I, if running away with to go. Trail of hot dogs in their mouths <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Like again Just Just signs that, that The area you're living and working in not maybe not what it used to be. I think mm. the um, aggressive wild dogs running to and fro with big, big rotting pieces of deer yeah. in their mouth. I don't have any of that in my city. Don't know about you guys. I th like like to me seeing one would be unusual. Mm. But the the roving swarms of them. Mm. That city belongs to the dogs now. It's true. Reg tried multiple times to speak with someone at Dino's, but no one came to the door or returned calls. <laughs> Dino down behind the couch. Turn off the lamp. Turn off the lamp. We're not home. Get down. Saying that to his kids. Get down. <laughs> oh. A large holding company called A Corp, based in Missouri, owns Dino's Meats. A Corp owner Barry Acock. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so why didn't you name it? Oh, that's, that's great. Your name's Acock and you named your business Acock. <laughs> oh, Barry Acock said, I don't know anything about deer carcass dumping in Memphis. 
that business is leased to a third party, he said. Both hands, palm facing out. It's none of my business. Up at shoulder height. It's a franchise. Nothing about it. Why would you even ask me? Why would you even ask me? Are you asking everyone on the street or (laughs) just guys named (laughs) named Dino? That's not even the Dino, you know. Dino's Meats is licensed through the Tennessee Department of Agriculture. In a routine December inspection, the state found multiple critical and repeat violations, including unsanitary conditions inside and outside the facility. Still, they gave Dino's a passing grade (laughs) with a score of 79. Going to have to do something about the pile of deer out the back, but... Oh, um, what are you going to do? What does critical mean in this context? Critical mm. violations? They're and apparently also, not critical. 70, I don't think 79 should be a passing score for health. No. Like, I'm thinking 95. I'm thinking 100. <laughs> how, how many percent is like a, a, a critical violation and unsanitary conditions in your food preparing facility? How many percent is each of those mm. knocking off if you're only getting down to 79 with multiple? What if each one takes like half a percent off your score and they just <laughs> were walking around with the clipboard? The bell curve, dozens. you know? Yeah. We're comparing it to the other dinos in the, in the state. <laughs> uh, they also wrote, quote, carcass remains were bagged and placed in the dumpster. The inspector noted he saw people, quote, hauling trash outside and loading hides into the bed of a pickup. This is what America's all about. Just getting shit done. Just doing stuff. Throw them in the back of that guy's ute. Dump him in the parking lot. Rotting meats. Just rotting carcasses in the dumpster. Yeah. Is that where they go? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you'll see. They're going somewhere else now. Uh, it's unclear whether carcasses were already being dumped in the nearby lot during the December inspection. I think it's pretty clear. If you've got the health inspector there, and he's shaking his head, and he's got his arms folded, and he's tutting around the place at everything, Mm. you're probably hissing at the other guys who work with you, get some of these big piles of rotting carcasses out of here now. Just move them around the corner. We'll put them back after. Yeah. I'm I'm actually imagining that um, the dumping had already commenced because they knew they had the inspection coming up in like a week. You know, I'm just trying to so like chuck them out the back, flush a whole <laughs> deer hawk down the toilet. <laughs> yeah, everybody's very stressed, and w- like when the inspectors get there, they are still in the process of lugging stuff out to the dumpster. Uh, I th- that suggests to me that you have already got rid of a bunch of other stuff before <laughs> that point. My goodness. Reg sent the Tennessee Department of Agriculture photos of the piled up carcasses taken less than three months after their inspection and asked if the photos showed a violation of state law. The state later performed a follow-up inspection where records show Dino's operator Jeff McBride stealing Valor there, I think. Mm, Dino Valor. Unless it's like a uh, branded like the um It sounds like the, a franchise, right? Yeah, or it's or it's branded like the dinosaur from the Flintstones, you know? Maybe. You know when you see like a, a small business or a takeaway shop or something and they've just they've just stolen like a Donald Duck to put on <laughs> Yeah. Put in their branding. I always think it's if, legal. They, if they knew about you if they knew about you. 
Uh, so Jeff McBride said he hadn't utilized a carcass removal dumpster for two years and had been discarding the carcasses on another lot he owns. Hey, uh, congratulations to Jeff McBride on his two years of carcass removal dumpster sobriety. You're doing great, <laughs> bud. I don't do that anymore. I haven't done one for two years, okay? Man, that business. I'm on the wagon? What kind of wagon are you? I'm on the carcass Bone removal wagon, dumpster wagon. Yeah. Um. So he said he w- had been discarding the carcasses on another lot he owns, even though records showed that land was part of a public right of way. <laughs> 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 Department of Agriculture officials said they told him he has to put the animal remains in covered containers. I don't wanna. God, that is so fucking gross. That's so yucky. Like, just leaving leaving a whole gang of corpses out, just rotten in the open air. My goodness. <sighs> Jeff McBride, two thumbs yeah. down for you. This guy's nasty. A big Mc- stinky to Jeff McBride. Do you think he's out there going, I can't even smell anything? Yeah, because he's used to it. He's used to it. He doesn't smell it. He doesn't see what the problem is. That's right. When you live in a carcassy home. Mm. You know, McBride promised to have a company bring in a bulldozer and cleanup equipment to remove the carcasses in the next week. But a week later, nothing had changed. <laughs> I love dudes who just like say whatever they have to say to leave the conversation they're having to the yeah. like health department. It's like, oh, for, yeah, yeah, for sure, I'll do that. Hey, man, you need to really get rid of these. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're telling me. All right. We, uh, we used to talk about politics on this show yeah. way back in the day. And, um, right. and that was what I loved about former Australian Prime Minister Tony Abbott. That man would say Anything. whatever he thought you wanted to hear so that you would nod and then he could, he could just be swept out of the room. This is an issue for the whole city said Frank Johnson, a local environmental justice advocate and the executive director of the Depot Communities United. Johnson has had trouble getting help with potential dangers in his neighbourhood near the old Defence Depot in South Memphis. He wants more people in Memphis to know about the risks. Quote, We've been trying to get a knowledge campaign to let people know what you're smelling, dealing with, is not what you think it is. He said. The smells are not what they seem. <laughs> What are they gonna? What are people gonna do with that information? Like, hey, uh, do you know that the smells that you're smelling, yeah. that you're dealing with, they're not what you think they are. Yeah. Well, have they're a good one. From somewhere. <laughs> anyway, check that your nose is not deceiving you. Do you think you know what the smells you're dealing with are? You don't. Peace. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> when Dinos didn't clean up the carcasses, the Tennessee Department of Agriculture <laughs> said there was nothing else they could do. <laughs> Since the carcasses were dumped on a separate plot of land. Now, before you get into the next three paragraphs, uh, this is just something in... We've had this happen a couple of times now, where it is a very specific form of journalism, which is like small regional news station contacting every possible local government department mm-hmm. that could mm-hmm. be responsible for something and getting a series of nopes. It it's is like, nah, tremendous. that's not our problem. Call somebody yeah. else. Uh, 
So they said there was nothing else they could do. They then referred Reg to multiple other entities, the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency, the Tennessee Department of Environment and Conservation, and the City of Memphis. And I bet that each of those individually, when you phoned them, would be really excited to come and solve this problem for you. Yeah. Reg is doing the work. They're out there doing, like, real journalism, you know? It's, yeah. it, it's putting themselves on the there. line. They're doing it on the regular. Yeah. Now, you have to imagine it's spelled with a W at the start. Like the like, like the thing that they're on. Like the station code. The station. Re- on the regular. Uh, like, the balls on this person from whatever department this was, the Tennessee Department of Agriculture, to say, here are several other government departments that, that should be able to assist you with this, and my work here is done. Instead of being like, I'm going to contact the people who I, I know can do something about this, and I'll let oh, you know. These guys like, probably are in the same office as well. <laughs> where he's like, oh, no, 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 you're going to have to call up that other department. And then he turns around after hanging up and says, hey, Tony, you're about to get a phone call. <laughs> Tell her you can't do anything about it. So, spokespeople for the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency told Reg carcass dumping on a private property is permitted in the state so long as you're not violating other health or environmental ordinances. How is open rotting meat and a horrid stench? I feel like this is a poor law. It's like you're allowed to bury your dog in the backyard. But you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, as long as you're not violating other health or environmental ordinances. I would assume that leaving a lot of rotting meat out in, in the open would just I be I would considered. say a carcass limit if you want to avoid people not being able to bury their yeah. pets. Like, let's say three. Three. Like yeah. a three carcass ceiling. If all four of your hamsters died, you're going to have to go through the Tennessee Department of Agriculture. Yeah. Uh, so, so they've, they've been kind of palmed off by the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency. A spokesperson with the Tennessee Department of Ed- Environment and Conservation told Reg it instructed Dinos to clean up the carcasses. Probably a good move. And he said he's gonna. Yeah. Oh, um, don't worry. We already told him to do that. Don't worry. We suspended his license for 30 days. <laughs> a spokesperson for the city of Memphis said this issue was not in the city's jurisdiction related to stormwater regulation. Okay. This is all very helpful. When pressed about whether they had any departments that could further investigate, Memphis officials said code enforcement had cited Dinos for dumping and given them a date in environmental court. Oh, great. It'll take six months. Bureaucracy, am I right? Yeah, I'm sick of all the red tape. They should have just shot him. They should have just shot him. (laughs) They should have hung him in the streets. (laughs) Jeff McBride? We went to college together? Oh, I didn't. Bam. Bang, 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 (laughs) bang, 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 click. Four days later, Reg found the lot clear of carcasses with fresh dirt piled on top. But nearby business employees said they think Dino's buried the carcasses rather than removing them. And it sure sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Why? there's just like a big a big pile and a lot of flies, but it's just got like sticks sticks propped it. over it, branches leaning up against it, you know? It's the occasional deer hoof sticking out. <laughs> uh, McBride told an environmental court judge Monday he paid a company to have them removed. The city asked for proof. 
and reset the case for May the 1st. Well, how is one to prove that a deer is not buried in the ground? You shouldn't you have know? asked him to get rid of them. You know? Now, how, what are yeah. you, you going to prove it? Now he gets rid of them and you're like, show us, show us the deer and you can't because they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. They're gone. How can one prove 22. the absence of a deer? Are you going to mm. dig them up? I think they're actually just asking for proof that he paid them. That he paid a company to remove them. Oh, mm. <laughs> right. Yeah. They didn't ask him to show them the absence of a deer. How do you show someone the absence of a deer? Hey, look, a deer Good isn't. question. <laughs> How do you show someone the absence of a deer? Hey, you, you guys hear a deer? Exactly. Yeah, thought not. Mm. I exactly. rest my case. <laughs> Sir, sit down. You are not representing yourself. <laughs> not a deer to be heard. Well, folks, that's it. Uh, thanks for stopping by. See you next time. If you smell something funny, tell us tell about us it. Tell us about it. Mailbag at Punta Vista. Headline, okay. stinky. Stinky. Subject, stinky. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.